are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Lara, joined as always via the power of the interwebs with John Ackerman and Tom Edwards. How you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Good to see you. Great. Yeah, I, I feel like in the last couple weeks, especially with the change of weather, it has really started to become more of that season, right? Thanksgiving was so warm. I was able to like, I think I was wearing shorts, honestly, on Thanksgiving. So it was, <laughs> I was not in the, in the holiday mood, so to say. Um, and I might have, it's one of those, be careful what you wish for. I might have, set myself up because immediately starting training, it became the coldest it's ever been for me since moving yeah. to Virginia. It's gotten really cold lately. It's really uh, to the point where I am wearing multiple jackets now. Again, Southern California is not made <laughs> for this type of weather, but it's awesome because it is, it's, it's getting to that time of year where it's uh, uh, hot chocolate and, and I was going to kick into the Polar Express, hot, 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 hot chocolate, sorry, but uh, uh, going into that, going into that mood where I just, I'm ready for candy canes and, and, and marshmallows and cookies and tamales. And I am just looking forward to just having a little bit of a rest in a period of just, you know, so many, so many different things going on in my life. I'm looking forward to just sitting down with the family and enjoying some good old family traditions. And so this week I thought it was a great opportunity for us to kind of just talk, just kind of see what you guys are up to, see how you guys are feeling heading into this, uh, into the season. And then also we'll see where it uh, goes from there. So. Well, I, I am as well in, in the, the Christmas season. Uh, I am a strict post Thanksgiving Christmas season person, by the way. Um, I know a lot of people were putting up their trees early as a, you know, 2020 sucked. Let's do something good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, For sure. Guilty. I'm sorry. I'm guilty. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, you know, so we're, we're, uh, decorating and the tree is up now and the cold definitely is helping, but I gotta be honest, it's, it's been a tough season to get into also just because I don't know. I think the year has just been so draining and and just wearing on us you know it's like well um you know okay yeah christmas is coming but it sort of still feels like march in this corona hole that we've been in and um you know and so uh we're actually uh really focusing on advent this year with the kids especially um just to to build that that hope that anticipation and it's been pretty awesome that, you know, the kids are, are super into it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's keeping us focused on the real reason for Christmas instead of the, I think a lot of what's out there is like, let's have Christmas, let's have new year's 2021 will be so much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's, let's get through this part of the year and, and start fresh, uh, you know, and, and so being able to focus on, on, uh, Jesus and that has been really awesome. And, uh, the, the most requested thing on our Google home now is uh pentatonics Christmas music. So I feel like <laughs> we've won the parenting game. That's so, awesome. There you go. That's awesome. Well done. Real quick before we move on, Tom, can you go into a little bit more detail on this advent? Like how you guys how you guys go through it? Because I know we have we have little tiny like advent calendars that we kind of go we have like four different advent calendars. But like we kind of go through these different motions, whether it's you know right after school or at night, but like kind of give me a little bit more detail on how it works for you guys. 
So we've actually got, um, we're rocking two separate Advent activities. We're trying to do one at breakfast and one at dinner Nice with the kids. One of them is kind of praying through the names of God. Oh, I like that. Um, so each different day is, is a different name of God um, or, or Jesus. So son of God, redeemer. And then uh, just, we've been pulling out verses uh, where, where he's referred to by that name and, and talking about the significance of, of that passage. And so we've been doing that. And then uh, I'd actually never heard of this before, but, but Elizabeth found a book that, uh, that walks you through the Jesse tree. Mm. Um, so this is pretty cool. It turns out like the idea of a family tree actually comes from developing Christ's family tree through the stories of the Bible, um, which is referred to as the Jesse tree from that verse where, uh, where God says he's going to, he's going to make a branch grow from the stump of Jesse. Um, and that branch is, is Christ. Um, and so it's kind of a, a walk through Jesus's family history, basically with God and, and the promises that he was making and all that. And so, uh, it's behind me. You guys can see it on the zoom podcast listeners. It, it looks like the Christmas tree. And, uh, and so each day we read a story about, you know, one of the people in, in Jesus's family tree. Uh, and then the kids get to open the, you know, the little panel of the advent calendar and, and hang an ornament on the, the Jesse tree. And I really like that because for them, you know, they're little kids, like every day we're getting closer to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, spoiler alert, you know, the, <laughs> the last day of the advent calendar is going to be, Hey, you know, Jesus is, yeah. is here and, and he's the reason for all these stories. Um, which I think, you know, it was a couple of years ago that, that, that kind of clicked for me of, of reading through scripture in that way that, uh, you know, the whole point of the story is to get to Jesus and everything mm -hmm. in the Bible in the old Testament points to Jesus, you know? And, and so having that frame of this is what God was doing all along. There was no plan B is, is really cool. And so having the kids get to see that uh, on, you know, on their level, it's just a really cool experience and, and they're super into it. They're trying to guess, you know, which, which Bible story is going to come next or what the ornament might have on it or whatever. Um, so that's been, that's been a lot of fun. No, that's awesome. I like that. I'm going to have to, again, another tool for my, uh, my tool belt for next season. <laughs> John. Mike. How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. How's the season treating you? Honestly, it's, I mean, it's already my favorite holiday of the year, which I don't know. I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. Cause I mean, as much as I'm sure some folks love Arbor day, like there's just, there's not much competition, <laughs> but I don't know. Out at, out at our house, we're, we're able to decorate for Christmas in a way that we never could when we were living in our townhouse in suburbia. Uh, and it's funny because where we live now, I mean, we're so far removed from neighbors that you really can't meaningfully decorate the outside of the house for anyone other than yourself. Um, and we were never like, you know, crazy light up every tree Griswold style um, in the first place. But now it's almost like we're sad that we can't decorate the outside because there's just no point. Um, but we have gotten to decorate the inside of the house. And last year, it was amazing to take a house that's, you know, in the midst of a renovation. And to find that it could really be beautiful 
as there's, you know, plain untaped and mudded drywall in some spots and bare studs in the others. It was just amazing to see what Christmas decorations could do to create a sense of home and warmth and color and light and delight. And so we, it was funny, Tom, we're very much the same way, like one holiday at a time, slow your roll. Let's not yeah. leave Thanksgiving, um, whether it's 2020 or not. But we hit, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving and it was, all right, we're, we're ready. Let's, and we've got, I don't know, four large Rubbermaid totes just dedicated to Christmas. And so we've got the fancy tree and we've got the little kid tree, which is for us because we don't have kids. So the fancy tree is the white lights and it's the silver and gold ornaments. And then the kid tree is the colored lights and all the like the comical ornaments, the stuff from childhood, the stuff that both Brooke and I got as teachers from our students, just like the, the goofy things <laughs> that you see as a store. And you're like, that's funny. That needs to go on a trip, like all of that. And, but the thing that I love most, we found it at, I forget if it was Michael's or Joanne's or Hobby Lobby. It was one of those stores, but it's this large like wooden sign that sits over our mantle and it's super glittery, like sparkles galore, which is not usually our jam, but it just says believe mm. in script. And I walk past it, I don't know, however many times a day and I don't, it doesn't always catch my eye, which is impressive because it's so glittery. But when it catches my eye, it just like, it catches my heart for a second too of, that's that's really the season yeah like that that's the theme of the season is and in the midst of this year in particular and in the midst of where brooke and i are in life and with this house and just that word has has seemed to capture so many things that are relevant and deeply personal and deeply meaningful and so the joy of having our house look better than it ever has uh, during this time of year before it goes back to sort of the drabness of the live-in renovation and plastic hanging. But that word believe hanging over our mantle. I mean, I loved it when we had it last year and I was, that was the thing I was most looking forward to coming into this Christmas was, you know, let's get the trees up. Let's do all that. But I couldn't wait to see that believe sign hanging over the fireplace again, because yeah. it just, it stirs something in me that I don't think I realize isn't getting stirred as often the other 11 months. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, you know, joking aside about let's get 2020 to be over and all that, like going into this season with renewed hope, I feel like is, is something that we need more of at yep. this point. Um, you know, not that 2021 is magically January 1st, you know, everything is going to be better, but, um, but it points us to that hope that, that there is something bigger that we can believe in. Um, yeah. And that, that has definitely taken on new depth of meaning, uh, this year for me. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. I'm loving everything you guys are saying. And it's just, uh, it's just a reminder of how many different things that like, Christmas means to all of us. Right. And I think one of the things that I, I go back to, and I, I think about, you know, 
tradition. And um, early on in my childhood, it was all about Christmas Day, right? That's yeah. that's what it was. It was can't wait to get to Christmas, you know, open up presents and all that. You know, Santa Claus, the whole traditional, yeah, yeah. you know, American Christmas. Um, yeah. But I moved in with my grandparents and it changed a lot of what Christmas meant. My grandparents were uh, in church. They were – Santa wasn't really a thing for them um, and they were Catholic. So there, there was like a whole – season for christmas when it came out yeah there was so much and then you know being from you know mexico and and having traditions from that point as well there was like a it was it was one of those things where december all the way until january was just a time of 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 holiday and um i mean you know even even from what we called the posadas which were you know the coming of christ and you know they would reenact uh joseph and mary going into the uh into uh the inn and 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 you know, asking if there was room and we, we it, would, it would turn into a party. We, as I remember dressing up, I was always, cause I was always a small kid. Uh, I always ended up being the angel. So I'd have to, you know, walk in the front with these wings and a, and, and, and a, tr- and a trumpet and, you know, walk and lead this parade as people are just banging and, and, and singing. And, and we're going from like house to house, uh, uh, for these parades during the beginning of the, of the season. And then, you know, we'd have these parties with family for Christmas Eve on Christmas night, Nocha Buena, which we would all get together and just, you know, have this just hit, celebration between my my grandparent or my grandmother's family which you know she's one of like you know nine right and so i mean you can imagine how many people were at these parties coming home and 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 you know not even really worrying about presents because i just had so much fun with like my family and 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 being there till it was like we would sleep in like i don't know how many kids like would sleep in on christmas but we were we were staying up so late the night before that the next morning (laughs) was just like yeah we'll get to it when we get to it um, and then fast forwarding to, uh, I, you know, three Kings day, I think that, I think we, you know, it was an epiphany, you know, and, and the, and the feast. And it was just, to me, it was one of those things that I, I, I think I kind of forgot about that, especially in the last, you know, in the, in the few years, in the last few years and trying to go to like, Hey, how do I get my kids to be into Christmas? Um, and thinking, wow, you know, it's, 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 it's Jesus. It's this whole time that I really want to celebrate and enjoy. And so when I hear you, Tom, talk about, you know, just, just, you know, the lead up and the anticipation and, you know, um, how much emphasis is, is, is really put that I need to kind of show them, Hey, we're excited because Jesus, right. And, 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 mm-hmm. and so we do a couple things, um, that we've really been trying to push towards the kids and that's, you know, giving, right. And one of the things we, um, we have is, uh, this little like toy manger. I'm not sure if I talked about it last season, but you know, we have this, uh, it's like a little wooden manger thing. And it's, it's about how we can serve others. And every time that you serve, uh, somebody else in the neighborhood or a, you know, a friend, you can put a piece of straw into this, into this wooden manger. And at the end, at the end of the whole thing, we bring out like a, a, a baby Jesus and, you know, either has like a couple pieces of straw or like a full nice, <laughs> nice, nice bed to lay in. Right. And, um, it is, it was amazing this season as we pulled that out, the boys already knew what was next, right? They already were talking about ways they could serve each other. Like Jonah's first reaction was, I'm going to make Kellen's bed tomorrow. Like that was his first thing. Like he was already prepared to, how do I serve my brother? And it was just like, I, I took that moment. I just, I remember talking to Janelle and thinking to myself like, wow, this is, this is awesome. These are, this is what I'm trying to like instill in the, in the boys. And they're already picking that up. But I am also, I'm, if I'm being honest, a little, um, a little sad. Cause I feel a lot of the, the things that I enjoy about this season are being, I don't want to say taken from me, but we're, they're having to be, um, reduced 
and and one yeah. of those is is my tamale party, right? I talk about that every season. Yeah. Like that is our <laughs> that is our 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 year end. Get with friends, feed them, feast. I'm 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 a fat kid, so I love things that center around food. And so the the the, the act of spending you know two days making tamales for all my friends and not being able to do that this season is is heartbreaking to me. Like I've had to really like I'm I've struggled this year thinking about not having that time with with everybody together, right? And, yeah. And and having to be limited to where it's only going to be me and the boys eating tamales. Now, don't get me wrong. I can crush some tamales, but it's <laughs> going to be crush a lot of it's going to have to be a lot of tamales this season, right? So we're trying to figure out ways to combine all those things, right? Yeah. Trying to figure out ways that we can serve our friends and our neighbors. And, you know, maybe that's bringing cookies. Maybe that's bringing tamales, you know, um, ways to try to still celebrate through this time. And I'm, I'm, if I'm being honest, trying to not show my frustration and my sadness to my, to my sons. Cause I want them to be joyful and yeah, yeah. happy during this time. So it's a, it's a mixed emotions. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who out there that are, are probably going through very similar things, especially this time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're sitting here recording, uh, on the night that, uh, the governor of Virginia announced new restrictions. Right. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the Tamale party is not going to fly. And a, a lot of places are, are experiencing that again. And, and so we'll, I think, um, you're definitely not alone, you know, right. in, in mourning the, the things that, uh, the season used to bring and, uh, and not getting to do that or not getting to do it at least in the same way mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, but we talked about this, I think a lot, um, early on in, uh, you know, the, the pandemic and the, the initial round of shutdowns and all that of, um, kind of the, this chance to sort of re-envision everything. Um, and you know, I think that's, that's a little bit exciting too, you know, um, yes, we can mourn for the the things that we don't get to do that we've been looking forward to, cause I definitely am going to mourn some tamales this year. Um, but, um, but there's also this sense of like all of the unnecessary trappings get to fall away because we're not going to be, you know, running back and forth between four Christmas parties each weekend for the next month and a half and, um, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so we get to kind of take a step back and say, okay, what do we really want to focus on? You know, and, and so your guys focus on giving, that's fantastic. And you almost have more space to do that this year because there's less stuff pulling our attention. Um, yeah. You know, and this is usually a frenetic part of the year for most people. Oh yeah. Kind of along those same lines, you know, I was realizing just as you were talking, Tom, this is going to be the first Christmas, I think, in my life as an adult, for sure, where it's just going to be me and my wife at home on Christmas Day. Um, And we've talked to both sets of my parents, and they both have said, you know, for personal safety and out of consideration to others, we're going to we're going to have to do virtual Christmas this year and, you know, totally understandable, respect the decision. And it's also made me, it's made me sad because we've never not had some portion of our family around on Christmas. And I mean, for as long as I can remember, we've had the, the multiple Christmases, you know, with, with parents and with grandparents and with aunts and uncles. And, you know, Mike, to your point, like back, back when I was a kid, I was just, 
psyched about the fact that I was going to get four Christmases worth of present <laughs> opportunities. Um, and now as an adult, sometimes there's, you know, there's the little bit of the logistical headache of, all right, we got to get to all of these different places. And in my case, they're not even in the same state. Mm. So, you know, we got to get to all these different family groups in a week and a half. I mean, it's like a mini Santa Claus miracle that has to take place to, to visit all these houses. Um, but I was realizing too, you know, with, it's not a silver linings thing, but you know, with, with every heartache there, there are opportunities for joy. And with joy, there's often opportunities for heartache. Brooke and I are going to get to figure out what Christmas looks like for our family. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, we've dodged that question because it's easy to feel like, well, we don't, we don't have a family, right? We don't have kids. So we'll just go to the places that are easiest to visit because we're mobile. And, and so we've sort of put that one up on the shelf of family tradition because it's just the two of us. And so we're going to get to figure out what family traditions might look like. Now that you can create traditions in one year, but. Oh no, you absolutely, you should create some (laughs) off the wall, wacky traditions. And then when you do have kids every year, they're sitting there going, why do we do this? Yeah. Yeah. COVID man. (laughs) It's an opportunity, John. It's an opportunity. But it's, I mean, and we haven't even had this conversation yet because I think it's been a slow realization for both of us of there's, there's, there's a benefit that comes with the difference of as sad as we are to not see family and as sad as we are to, to not have those, those group gatherings and as sad as I am to not have Mike's tamales, like there, I'm, I'm getting to do something special with my wife that we've never given ourselves the opportunity to do. And I don't know what it looks like yet, but I'm curious. Yeah. So what is something that you guys are looking forward to? Uh, even if, you know, Christmas is going to look a little bit different. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we do have to mourn the, the interaction and the, and the family time and, and some of those things. Um, what is a tradition or something new that you're planning on doing that, that you're looking forward to this Christmas season? So one of the things that we do as a family that has always been just us together is we pile in the car, whether it's the 23rd or the 24th, we pile in the car in pajamas with popcorn and hot chocolate, and we drive all over to look at lights. Um, specifically the ones with the, uh, with the radio tuning in and you can listen to music and the boys love it. I mean, it's their, like we, you know, it's our version of a, of a polar express. We just go through and just enjoy the lights and, uh, it's really cool. The boys get, they feel like they're staying up a little bit later cause you know, they get to go to seven forty five, maybe even eight and they get to eat popcorn in the car and, um, we listen to Christmas music the whole way around. And it's just, it's just fun because as wild as my boys are. They, for some reason, car rides is just like a chill time for them. Like we don't do tablets in the car. We, they just stare out the window and they, they both get very quiet. Um, and it's, it's really cool. Cause it's like a combination of that and the, and the Christmas lights. It's just, a, it's a magical moment to where I, it's probably one of the most peaceful times during the season that we enjoy as a family, but it's fun. It's, it's great. That's cool. And COVID approved. So and COVID approved, go. right? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, and I have Brooke to thank for so much of this because she's so good at drawing out the kid in me because she's such a child at heart herself. 
she has she has taught me to re-love the Christmas movies of my childhood mm. that I think adult me that had gotten a little bit cynical or jaded was ready to dismiss as old fashioned or antiquated or, and so, I mean, we watch Rudolph, we watch the Grinch, nice. we watch white Christmas, we watch it's a wonderful life. Uh, I mean, there's, there's probably a dozen that we'll go through polar express. Um, like, and, it, and it's not it's not Christmas until we've made a serious dent in the Christmas movie collection. And I think the first couple of years that we did it, and again, we, we've been, we're almost at the decade mark now for our marriage. And so when you add in dating, the, the first few years, I, I think it was more a, I really like you. And so I'm going to go along with this sort of thing. And sweetie, I'm sorry, because I know you listen to these. <laughs> but it has been so good for me. The the repetition of these years of sort of like like reawakening that childlike spirit in me. Um, you know, the the wonder of Christmas is real, mm-hmm. and and giving myself permission to engage in that as a child, and just to delight in the things that are familiar and nostalgic, um, to delight in the things that are new whether it's new Christmas movies or whether it's just, you know, things we've not done. Um, like Mike, I, I almost want to like, do you got a third row in your car that Brooke and I can hop in the back and do pop? Cause I did that when I was a kid and, and I remember really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, and so just things that allow me to feel like a kid again, because that was something that, I mean, I was always in such a hurry to grow up and to stop doing kid things. And so now thanks to the wonderful invitation of my wife to, to give myself permission to go back and delight in that sort of childlike thing again. Yeah. Movies being the most obvious example, but yeah. Yeah. Well, in Christmas movies, I feel like, you know, there's a, a an implicit safety, you know, like, probably not going to watch a Christmas movie that gets raunchy or, you know, so there is the, the, just the feel of the season, you know, you're going to get when, when you watch a a Christmas movie and break out some of those classics. It is funny. Yeah. Die hard right now. All right. (laughs) No, it is funny. You say that happens at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. You say the, uh, the raunchy part too, because it is funny how some of the movies that I used to watch as a, as a kid, like I watch them now and, and like, I'm having to reinforce some of the behavior, like home alone. That was like, one of my go-tos right and yeah like I, I introduced it to my oldest and man they they the way he talks to his parents is not is not the greatest example so i'm always like having to like now i know why my yeah. mom talks so much during movies but i'm always having to remind him oh man that's not how we talk to parents is it or that's how we talk to adults is it yeah um or set booby traps in the house for mom and dad, or, <laughs> I, i'll yeah. tell you what we did get the, the home alone book and for my boys who love to build things, they 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 love that those scenes of, of making their own things. So yeah, figuring out their booby traps. What about yeah, we, what, what we, about we, a Christmas story? Do you guys watch that? Oh yeah, I, I mean that's that's got to be on the on the list. I don't right? like it. Yeah. that's one of those where I watch it because I love my wife, and and because it's on for twenty four hours straight. Well, remember we only watch. Eight. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and some of the new ones are good too, right? Um, Christmas Chronicles. 
I think yeah. it was last year or the year before, and there's a sequel now. Yep. Uh, yep. We just rewatched the first one uh, a couple nights ago. I watched Klaus with the kids. Yeah, that's a good one. The other day, yeah. I was like, "This was really yep. good." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there is. There's just something about Christmas movies. The star. The. I mean, I got yep, sick. Kids, I got sick of it yesterday. Last last year, but it was on. It was on repeat, and this year they saw it again already. And I'm like, oh man, how many times are we going to have to watch this thing? But it's yeah. it's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. There's some there's some 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 fun parts in there. So yeah, yeah. Here's so the kids watched the star again the other day, um, and it when it brings up the Universal or whatever logo in the beginning, there's Pentatonics doing some runs at yeah. the beginning. And then they don't use the pentatonics. Mary, did you know? Hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> they use a different version. It's like it's a lost Best opportunity. opportunity. But yeah. that's one. You know what? Just real quick, just a, a side piece. That that Mary, did you know? I don't. It doesn't matter when it's played. How it, that brings Janelle to tears mm. every time oh. she hears that song. That's just like one. That's like her. Like if I if like. She's like in a kind of a weak mode. I'm gonna play, press play on that, and boom, tears, just tears running down her face. It's it's a beautiful song. It is it's sung well. It? It's, yeah. I mean, there are some parts of it that are just like haunting almost in that song. Um, I do say like the whole time I'm like, yes, yes, she knew, she knew. <laughs> like, <laughs> Talking back to the song, yeah, yeah, theologically not a sound song, but right. it's amazing. Yeah. Um, for us, for years now, we have had a dream of, uh, holding, uh, owning an older home. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of what that would look like, John, you said about, you know, a house becoming beautiful with the Christmas decorations yeah. and the whole deal and, and all that. Um, and so we, you know, we've just had lots of kind of visions around what that would look like and, and all that. And so now we do, we, we own an older home. Um, and so there's just some of those things that are, that are different that, are, you know, are, are small things, but it's like that, that vision coming to fruition, um, that I've, I've just been super jazzed about this year. Uh, you know, I, I bought our Christmas tree, I don't know, probably 13 years ago, 14 <laughs> years ago. Um, and, uh, and we've never gotten to use the bottom section of it. Oh, wow. Because, you know, like we, we just had our, our eight foot ceiling in our, in the old house. And so I'd take the Christmas tree out of the box every year and just leave the, the bottom <laughs> section there, like still with the original tie around it. And, um, you know, I got to take the Christmas tree out and put up the whole thing That's this awesome. year in, awesome. in our dining room. Um, you know, our, our old house, we had eight windows. And so one of the things that, that we were looking forward to was, was being able to put candles in every window. Um, and so I did that last night. I had to put like 20 some candles out <laughs> in, in, in all the windows, uh, in the new house, you know, and, and, uh, and, and again, like you were saying, John, we, we have kind of the opposite issue with, with, people viewing our Christmas decorations, we live right off of the main road. And so people yeah. don't buy too fast for them to see <laughs> you know, what we've got. Um, so unless you're coming to visit, you're not seeing what, what, uh, what we're doing, but um, just those things about, about being in this new space and being yeah. able to, to, like I said, have some of those uh, things that we've been hoping for and, and uh, looking forward to actually come to fruition this season yeah. uh, has, has really been awesome. Um, 
and, and again, just like that excitement, I feel like bleeds into the kids and to our interactions with other people and, um, you know, just kind of passes that Christmas spirit along. You know, the boys have been asking me when we're going to go, uh, do our metal lark, uh, uh, Christmas walk. Um, since, since that seems kind of kind of hard. I think what I'm going to do is just go start hanging a bunch of Christmas lights in your trees, and we'll just walk around your your property and call it a Sweet. day. Sweet, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> we'll make our own. What is that? The Christmas tunnel or the the, the uh-huh. light tunnel? We'll make our yeah. own. We'll call it a day. Yeah. We got a bunch of lights. We'll do it. We we'll need lots of extension cords because I have zero outside power. But. Oh, that's right. That's right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. I know. I was trying to figure out like, are there trees that I could decorate? Because I, I do I, I, like the trees with the white lights wrapped around, and then it opens up to the big crown of the tree. I l- love that. Yeah. Like, can I fake that on a pine tree? Can I like can <laughs> I arrange them the right but, way so it looks like it at nighttime? Um, yeah, but it, it's cool. Uh, yeah. A new season. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, we are, uh, we're going to take a, a couple of weeks to enjoy the season that we've just been gushing about uh, for the last little bit. Uh, and so uh, from the team at Strong Towers here, we are wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will be back in January. Thanks for being here with us. We'll see you next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.